American football in Finland. Perfect Purvis, Jabari Harris, and Robert Johnson give authentic American perspectives on football every week. No politics, no censors, just football. Enjoy the show. American football in Finland. The voice in your ears right now is Perfect Purvis. Unfortunately, my co-host Jabari Harris couldn't make it today, so it's just going to be me talking about what happened in the Maple League this week. Uh, We'll have an interview that we did last week with the Homelina Huskies' Roman Runner, and then I'll also tell you what we're thinking about next week's Maple League games. So heading to the first game of the week, Thursday night, the Wassel Royals played at the Sineoki Crocodiles, and they destroyed them 57-7. Uh, basically, this game went exactly how we expected it to go. Uh, the Royals have been playing really good. I think they've won the last six or seven games in a row. Basically, since the midsummer break, they've been on a tear. Now their stats are up. Like RJ Long is leading the lead in receiving. Justin Sotelaire leading the league in passing. So the team is actually looking like the team that we expect to see at the beginning of the season. So that's really great. It just so happened they was playing the Crocodiles. Crocodiles don't have a quarterback. They have uh, Dejon Washington had to leave for personal reasons. They just don't have the personnel to match up with the Royals, and it showed in this game. And the Royals never let it really look like they should be on the same field as the Crocodiles. So big ups to the Royals for playing to your level of potential from earlier in the season, actually playing up to it this year. Uh, Crocodiles just keep fighting. We know you guys are – doing what you can, and there's nothing more you can do about that when you're playing a, a better opponent like you were this week. But uh, stat-wise, just a little bit about the game. Uh, Justin Sotelaire, he had six tubs, 298 yards. He's been throwing a lot of touchdowns lately, which is really good because there was a lot of haters early in the season. I mean, I think I might have been one of the haters, honestly. But he's showing us now that in this new offense where he can sling the ball around and when he can find R.J. Long like he wants to, they're connecting, they're making big plays, and it's working out for him. And this game was no different. R.J. Long had three touchdowns. He even had a run for a touchdown. So he's doing everything for them now. Uh, Defensively, Chris Young was everywhere as usual, making all the tackles. Uh, I think – the DB Khalifa actually had a fumble force, so that was crazy. A little different, not an interception, but a little different for him. Uh, Crocodiles on their side of the ball, just not a lot to talk about in general. Uh, Anthony Brooks went back to quarterback. He tried to do a couple of things well for them. Just not going to work if you don't have the players or the talent. But that's the first game of the week. Uh, the second game was on Saturday. The Homelina Huskies beat the Tampa Saints 34-25. to now, the score looks closer than the game was. The Huskies never really were in trouble of losing this game, but this game was a lot closer than you want it to be. And opposite of what the Royals have been doing, the Huskies have been playing not as good as they started the season. Uh, they're still getting wins, which in the end of the day, that's what it's about, winning and losing the games. And the Huskies are winning. They're winning the games they're supposed to win as they get ready for the playoffs. Uh, one thing that I noticed in this game was there's no rushing attack for the Huskies, okay? They throw a lot of screens. They throw a lot of passes, but there's no consistent rushing attack. And in this game, it didn't hurt them because they played a lesser opponent. But we all know right now, we know who the playoff teams are. You know what you got to do to beat a playoff team. And we know the Huskies are going to have to figure out a way to either 
um, manipulate or create some other way of running game, or they're going to have to actually like line it up and run the ball because if they keep going about the way that they're going, their pass game, when it stalls, they have nothing else to fall back on. I know it sounds like I'm being a little negative about them, but they did win the game, and you got to give kudos to that. A uh, big shout-out to Ruben de Ruder, uh, the Belgian receiver who finally, oh, my gosh, earlier in the season I saw this guy play. I seen him work out, and I was like, this dude's going to be a beast. All season, he's been a little bit under the radar at receiver. Hasn't played as well as he wanted to. But he finally had his breakout game against the Saints. Nine receptions, 192 yards, three touchdowns. Congrats, Ruben. It's good to see you out there shining like you should have shined all season. And hopefully this is something you guys can take into the playoffs is having Ruben be a threat as a receiver to help Roman Runner and Nico Lester out there because – this offense needs all the help it can get to to create points and make explosive plays. So, Ruben, great job. Uh, Stan Bedwell had a good night, 32 for 47 in the passing game, looking more similar to what he was earlier in the season when he was completing a lot of his passes. So, that's great. He even had five touchdowns. So, there were some positives for the Huskies, and they've definitely been playing – a different style of football than what we're used to, but it's still an air raid offense. So that means at any point this offense can explode like it did against the saints. It exploded. Of course, the saints defense is pretty bad though. I'm talking about the saints actually, uh, Raleigh Yadell. All right. I'm gonna say it again. He's a running quarterback. And in this game, even though he did have three passing touchdowns on some big plays, he only had, 49 yards rushing because of a couple of sacks as well, but he only had 10 attempts rushing. This guy needs to run the ball. Just Tiny had 15 attempts, and Riley Yodell only had 10. Excuse me. The best runner on the Saints team is Riley Yodell, so he needs to run the ball for them to be effective. And, of course, when they're losing, they start passing the ball more, but his running is what will make that pass game more efficient, more potent by them having to respect him running the ball. So I'm a little disappointed the Saints are kind of shutting the season down and not trying as hard as I would like them to try to get points out of that guy. But you guys played a a decent game. You kept the score close. At least it wasn't a blowout, especially with the defense you have that's not been playing well all season. You guys held in there as best you could. Good game by the Saints, but ultimately the Huskies are just a better team. So the third game of the weekend, Monday night, the Turku Trojans went to the Helsinki Roosters and they lost 35 to 20. Now, don't let that close of a score confuse you about what happened in this game. The Roosters went up 21-0 and put in their subs. Pretty much that's how the game was. The Roosters knew that they were going to win this game. They didn't want to chance any injuries. They let the backup quarterback get in the game. They let their backup running backs get in the game. Jason Taylor was pretty much non-existent. I think he was on the sidelines, but I'm pretty sure he didn't play. This was a game that both teams had to get through. Uh, The Trojans, I saw a lot of promise from them, but I don't think that they were necessarily trying to just make that upset that they knew they didn't have the personnel to do in this game. Uh, They did a great job getting juiced the ball. He had 126 yards, two touchdowns. He even threw a pass for 32 yards. So in that aspect, the Trojans definitely did a great job trying to expand his role on the team. But ultimately, the Rooster is just a much better team, and they just dominated this entire game. 
Brandon Connett had 170 with two touchdowns. Uh, young Kari had 85 yards. But the breakout player for these guys, even though they didn't really play the entire game, Bernard Luster had seven receptions, 195 yards, two touchdowns. And that's really good for Bernard because we haven't really seen a lot of stats from him in the last couple of weeks. And even in this game, they were double-teaming him most of the time. But the Roosters went and found ways to get him the ball in this game. I really think for patting the stats, in my opinion, because they didn't need him, but they wanted him to get the ball, so they made sure he got it. And that's a good job by the Roosters. I appreciate that. The guy's a really good player. He's been double-teamed pretty much all season since he started off really hot, and now when you have a chance, he gets the ball. Uh, That's pretty much all I'm going to talk about those games. Now we'll take a a little time to ask the Hummelina Huskies all-around player, Roman Runner, a few questions. Welcome to the show, Roman. Thanks for having me. Because we do what we want on this show, we're going to take this opportunity to ask you both personal and professional questions. So you don't really know which one we're going to ask, but we're going to ask all of them. Okay. All right. First question, um, I'll go a little bit professional on the first question. Personally, in my opinion, Roman Runner is the most valuable player in the Maple League. Now, there could be arguments made for other people, but those other people ain't here right now. It's just me and Roman Runner. And what I want to know from you is, let's say, hypothetically, you were nominated to be the MVP for this season, and they said, okay, we want to pick an MVP, but we want an MVP that can tell us why they should be the MVP. What would your response be? What Pitch yourself as MVP right now, please. Okay. I would definitely say I deserve it, for sure. Um, obviously, you know, the goal is to win a championship, but I would say what separated me the most is my versatility and my conditioning. I remember the beginning of the year we had um, a conversation on your show about how much I've been enhancing my conditioning and uh, my versatility, and I definitely played my role this year. And like playing, playing on the best receiver, um, being on the field had, most of the time of the game. I think I had yesterday. I had like maybe five breaks altogether. So uh, I definitely say my versatility and being good at it um, is what separates me and why I deserve it. The next question I'll ask you, Roman, is a personal question. And this personal question, because you've played a lot of places in Finland, the question I want to ask you is, in your personal opinion, which city do you think is less of a cultural shock for you as an American to be more comfortable in here in Finland? Which which one's less of a culture shock? Um, yeah, like which one which one feels more like, you know, I can just get along and be myself without having to like step outside of myself a lot to do things differently. Oh, I would definitely say Helsinki. Yeah. You know, it's um, more diverse. Uh, Turku as well. Turku has a little bit of diversity there as well. Um, and it's a big city. You know, I'm used to that kind of that kind of vibe. But I would definitely say the diversity because you know when you walk into an area and you're you know you kind of stand out and people aren't used to that, then it makes you feel a little uncomfortable. But when you're in an area where it's pretty normal, it just, just feels normal, feels natural. So I would definitely say a lot of cities 
like Tampa Bay, um, Helsinki, definitely. Next question is going to be back to the football. How many Huskies? You guys are six and four right now. Mm-hmm. So next week you got the Saints, and then you have the Butchers, I think, and then you have somebody else, right? Um, I think I could be wrong. That's the last two, or that's the next last two, yeah. Yeah. And then we got a week off. Yeah, two more games in the bye week. Okay. Or something like that, yeah. So you got Saints, Butchers, bye week. Cool. Yeah. All right, so with you guys being six and four, we're not going to look beyond the Saints, but I mean, you guys kind of handled them pretty well. Everybody kind of knows who they are now. You're looking at the Saints this week, and then you got a a big game against the Butchers, which is basically going to be for who's third, who's fourth place going into the playoffs. But you guys have a lot of injuries right now. You had guys right. who couldn't play in the last game. You got banged up against the Roosters. How how do you guys how are you how do you expect the team to prepare for the end part of the season, knowing that that Butchers game is going to be a big matchup, but you got to be healthy to get to that game, and then you still got to be healthy after that game. Right. Yeah, we got a short week as well, um, so we just got to really focus on preparing our bodies and as a unit, um, you know, but I think we still, we still need to play the game as if, you know, we got a lot to lose because obviously, you know, we don't, we're not going to overlook the saints, but we know what it is. If you look at our last two games, though, they resulted in losses. We still played pretty well. Um, we just got to play a lot better. So I think we just need to piggyback off the last two games that we had, so we we got to come into this game at a high intensity, and, you know, showing that you know we're still in the hunt, in it to make it to the Maple Bowl. We just got to keep, you know, go with our game plan and build off of what our last two games were all about. But we got to also be smart as well. So we have to have a balance of that. We got to play well, but we have to have a balance of, you know, um, substitution and know knowing our bodies. All right. Well, that's all the questions we have for you today, Roman Runner. Appreciate you taking time answering these questions with us. And we wish you and the Huskies the best of luck next week against the Saints. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Much love. All right. So Maple League games are back in action on Thursday with the Wassel Royals at the Tampa the Saints and then Senio Crocodiles at Turku Trojans on Saturday and the Homelina Huskies travel to Portville Butchers Monday night. What we'll do now is we'll take time to pick our winners for the Mac. What we'll do. Ah, crap. We will now take this time to pick our winners for this week's matchups. Um, since it's just me, I'll tell you what the other two guys picked for their games. And then I'll just tell you my picks and why I'm choosing the picks I have. Okay. We'll start with the Thursday night game. The eight and two Wasser Royals are going to be at the two and eight Tampa the Saints. Uh, everybody chose the Royals, and I also chose the Royals. The reason we're choosing the Royals in this game is, I mean, it's pretty much, it is what it is. The Royals are the, be- the best team right now. They're playing the best. They've put up the most points. They've been the most consistent. They've been dominating. They even beat the Roosters in this long stretch of games, and they're playing like the best team in the country right now. The Tampa the Saints are 2-8, and eight, and that's who they are. They are who we think they are. The next game is the Saturday game, which the Senioki Crocodiles 2-8 and eight, at Turku Trojans 1-9. and nine. This should be a good one because 
the Trojans have proven that they can win a game, and the Crocodiles have proven that they can lose a lot of games because they don't have any more personnel to win. So uh, Jabari chose the Trojans. Rojo chose the Crocodiles, and I chose the Trojans. Now, the reason I choose the Trojans is because of personnel. The Trojans still have a team. The Crocodiles are pretty much just playing with whoever's left in Sinayoki, and it looks like they're not even trying to, like, finish this season on a good note. Turku Trojans have been getting better as the season's been going along, and you can see that they've been implementing a lot of different things. Juice Quezada is still a beast, even though he's he's not on the best team. The Turku Trojans have a team and have a recipe that they can beat Sinayoki this weekend for sure. And in my opinion, that's what I think is going to happen. Now, the third game of the weekend is we have Homelina Huskies, who are 7-4, and four, at Porvo Butchers, who are 6-4. and four. Okay, so I'm not 100% sure about how this plays into the playoff picture, but the, both of these teams are 3-4. and four. So, in essence, this game is for third place, I'm, I'm thinking. But I'm not sure how the points and the coin toss and all that crap that they say, well, you'll be seated by this and that. So all that I don't know about, but I do know that both these teams want to win this game because these are this is a playoff game for both of them. Both of these teams are trying to decide who's the better team going into the playoffs. And in my opinion, neither one of these teams wants to go to Helsinki to play the Roosters just because of it being the Roosters. They are the Roosters. But then also, you might not want to go to Vasa. So, either way, these teams are screwed, but somebody's got to win this game. Uh, Jabari picked the Huskies. Rojo picked the Butchers. And I'm going to pick the Huskies. And the reason I'm picking the Huskies is because I think they need this more than the Butchers do. The Butchers, uh, they surprise a lot of people by being so good during this season. And even with their imports going down, they still continue to play good football. And I think. For them, making the playoffs is pretty much their goal. Like, that was it. Like, they've already reached their goal, and they, they're they proud of who they are. They're a finished team with a couple of Americans, and they've done more than most people could do with that type of roster. But for the Huskies, they've got, they've got skeptics. they got people like me, Jabari, half the coaches in the Maple League saying, hey, you brought all these imports in here. Uh, Stan Bedwell came with the air raid. What are you going to do? Oh, they're putting up 50. They're putting up 60 on people. Then, oh, my God, they can't put up any points. So for the Huskies, it's a little bit more of a uh, a showing people that, hey, we're not done yet. They're not just content with being in the Maple League. They want to be a dominant force in the Maple League. And beating the Butchers is, is what will prove that. The Butchers are the most consistent team. They are who they are every week. They're a really good team. Maybe not the best, but they can compete with anyone. Now, the Huskies, we've seen that they're okay. They're a really good team, but they can't always compete with anyone. They've had trouble with some of the top teams in the Maple League this year. So what we're going to try to see in this game is can the Huskies really compete? And hopefully they will, and I think they will, and that's why I have them picked to win this game. Now, just go back over the games. Wassel Royals at Tampa the Saints. We all got the Royals. Crocodiles at Turku Trojans. Rojo has the Crocodiles. Me and Jabari both have the Trojans. Hamelina Huskies at Porvo Butchers. Rojo has the Butchers. Me and Jabari have the Huskies. So far, Rojo is 10-2. I'm eight and four. Jabari's seven and five, and our guests so far have been seven and five on the season. 
Well, I know it was a little bit short, but it was just me here in the studio today, and I'm not going to bore you with my voice. So that's it for us this week on American Football in Finland. I'm your host going solo this week, Perfect Purvis. Uh, We'll look to get back with you next week, guys. And that's it. (laughs) American Football in Finland. Americans talking football every week. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on the Podbean app. Subscribe now on iTunes. Go to perfectpurvis.com forward slash AFF. American football in Finland. Football. Anytime. Anywhere.